Good morning and welcome to the Mono Vitality MV Pro Call. Today is February 3rd of 2022, and I am not sure where January went, but it went by fast, that's for sure. Um, but anyways, I want to welcome everybody that's on, and uh, for those of you that are listening to the recording, um, we appreciate you also. Um, if, is there anybody, I'm going to start off the same way we do. Uh, well, first off, Kelly's, Kelly's um, out for the day. And so you guys get to listen to the Gen Half Hour. But I don't want it to be the Gen Half Hour. I want lots of participation. So um, because I I don't talk as um, – I can't fill a whole half hour just chit-chatting myself. So I like everybody else to, or talking. Um, anyway, so I want to start off like we do every week by asking, is there anything that you learned this week? that you would like to share because I know every day we're learning something new and I love it when everybody shares what they've learned throughout the week. Um, and then also, is there anybody that has any questions that you want to ask myself or the rest of the pros? Anybody? Usually this is where I pop in and say, oh, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll go, oh, me, me. Um, we do have a topic today. Um, we're going to talk about what to do on a snow day or on a weather day uh, because it looks like everybody's been hit pretty hard throughout most of the U.S. So, um, But what I want to talk about first, um, just kind of throw out there, is um, Water Quality Association. I know most of you um, on the call either yourselves or the company are W2A members, Water Quality Association members. And if your company is not, I highly recommend that you talk to them or throw them my way and I will talk to them about being a WQA member because there is so much that the Water Quality Association does for the water industry that it directly impacts um, what we do as sales professionals on a daily basis. And, um, I mean, the list goes on and on. And I think that one of these days we'll have maybe one of the membership um, specialists on the call just to talk about what WQA does for um, for the industry. And I know we've had, like, past presidents come on, and they've talked a little bit more. But membership, they can help out also. But um, WQA has opened up their call for volunteers. And they do this every year, the beginning of February. And I think you have about three, three and a half weeks to um, sign up for a committee or an advisory council. And um, I have had the privilege, and, and Kelly also has had the privilege. He's actually um, the chairperson for one of the committees. Um, we've had the privilege of volunteering. And what these committees and advisory councils are, so I'm gonna, I'm real quick. I'm just gonna throw out there um, the website to go to is wqa.org forward slash volunteer. Super simple. And what it does is it it lists different um, areas that you can volunteer in. Um, you have committees and you have WQA advisory councils. Committees are um, a little bit more. Uh, well, if I say structured, that's not really the correct word, but um, like we have the business operations committee, the communications committee, the 
um, Events Committee, um, Federal Government Affairs Committee, Industry Research Committee, Membership Committee, Professional Certification and Training Committee, the Regional and State Government Affairs Committee, and the Water Science Committee. So some of those, um, not everybody is, is into getting involved legislatively. So the Federal Government Affairs Committee might not be one that you're very interested in. However, Communications Committee, I just joined that one last year, and um, it just talks about how we get the word out to everybody about WQA and about events going on and things like that. Um, and then the Events Committee, um, that, that's a fun one. You get to be in the know for all of the events that are going on with WQA, and you actually have um, a little bit more pull, I guess you could say, on how these events are run. So um, that's a really cool one. Business operations, uh, just, you know, getting the word out there so that businesses can kind of work together. And we talked a little bit about that last week. Um, so there's there's just all different cool committees. Um, now, there's also, um, like I said, the advisory boards. So the advisory boards are a little bit more of where you're just sharing your opinion. Um, uh, right now, I, and, and kind of helping, again, get the, um, providing valuable feedback um, to help WQA move forward on various programs and um, incentives. And so, like, right now, I'm on the Thrive Advisory Council, and that overlooks um, RISE, which is young professionals, and then women in the industry. It's another one that um, is very, very cool. I highly recommend um, women in the industry because I'm a chick. Um, but men can be on there also. But RISE used to be known as the young professional. And it's just giving feedback and and um, getting in with other group, groups that are, like I said, women in the industry, young professionals, um, and kind of just sharing ideas throughout the industry. So, um, but again, highly recommend that you jump on that page and just look to see if there's something that you're interested. Meetings, your commitment is only like our committee's meeting. I think we meet twice through um, Zoom, and then we've met twice at the WQA conference and then also at mid-year. Um, if you can't make it to either of those, then we also, I think we had the option, I know on one of the committees where we could um, join via Zoom because of the travel restrictions. So um, does anybody have any questions about any of those? And what's the um, name of the website again to Oh, I didn't write it, it is, sure, it's wqa.org forward slash volunteer. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. And um, like I said, it's really cool. And um, I guess my second announcement is talking about uh, WQA convention. So um, we get to join Goofy, and I'm not saying, well, Kelly's going to be there, yes. Um, but Goofy, he's in Orlando, um, you know, with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. But uh, so we're, um, we have WQA convention. It is April 6th through the 8th in Orlando. And um, 
they also offer on the April 5th, they offer a boot camp. So if you go on the WQA site, go to events, it will talk about boot camp. It will talk about the convention. And it is an excellent place to um, get to see other people within the industry and and meet them and share ideas. And there's a ton of educational classes there. They have the – they have the trade show floor, which there's really cool things there. And um, like I said, boot camp, we have just all kinds of fun things that we do in the evening. So um, where they have like a welcome reception, things like that. Also, those of you who are working towards your certification, they are going to have your um, the, the testing there also. So I already know of a couple people going for testing, which is really cool. Um, if you are a sales professional or anyone, basically, you're not a business owner, go to your business owner and, and or your manager and ask, is it okay if I, can I go to this? Um, to me, if somebody came to me and said, I would like to go to this, I want to be more involved in the big picture in the industry, that would mean a lot to me. Um, and, you know, again, if you need somebody to talk to, managers or owners, throw them my way, and we'll get you there. Um, any questions on the convention? Okay. They. Oh, by the way, they have um, advanced pricing until February 23rd, I think is what it is. So you get you get a little bit of a discount um, there. So, but it's just a very, very cool thing to experience. I know we always talk about it, and um, and we will be there. Mode of Vitality will have a booth, so you can come and see us in live. How long is the actual convention for? Um, the convention, the actual convention is the sixth, seventh, and eighth. So usually the sixth is mostly, um, and I have to go back and look at the schedule. Usually the sixth is mostly educational classes. And then the seventh and the eighth is where they have the trade show floor, and then some classes also. Great, thanks. And usually on that last day, they have a discounted where if you just want to come to the trade show, um, they have it discounted. I don't know if there's very many. There's usually only a couple um, educational classes that morning. So. All right. Um, well, if there aren't any more questions on that or anything else, um, I thought we'd talk about the weather and what to do on a snow day. Um, I know me personally, as I'm letting the dog out, um, and looking at, we had probably about eight inches of snow yesterday. And the roads were horrendous because it was a, it was a heavy Slow falling snow all day long, and actually it's it's supposed to start back up here in a little while. And um, most people stayed home. And I personally know of um, a couple of people who have been, unfortunately, in um, some pretty bad accidents that were life changing during snowstorms here in Michigan. We all know how to how to drive in the snow, or most of us. <laughs> to drive in the snow, but sometimes you hit icy patches, things like that. Sometimes it's best just to stay home. And, you know, but us as sales professionals, the hard part about that is, you know, if you're creating your own business, one of the biggest things that you do to create your own business is get out there and canvas and 
and, you know, I always say shake hands and kiss babies and, and, you know, just meet with people and, um, you know, but you can't do that in the middle of an ice storm or in the middle of a snowstorm. I think a lot of Texas is getting hit with ice today, and, and it looks like there was a great big band just going right across the United States today. So um, I'm curious, what does everybody do during those days? What are some of the things that you do? Do you still go into work? Besides the obvious, uh, I just follow up, follow up, follow up. I'm, I kind of look at the weather and try and predict what's coming up and start peppering customers and usually a day ahead saying, you know, I'm going to call you tomorrow to see what we can do and try and get them into the expectation that they're going to get a call. Yes. Yes. And that's like number one on my list is um, call up those those pendings. Call up the um, the people that you've been trying to get a hold of because more than likely – if the weather, like it was here yesterday, um, schools were closed, so people had to take off work because they had to be home with their kids. Um, or some of the kids' schools did virtual. Um, you know, people are, other people stay home also. They'll call in or their, their businesses will close up for the day. Um, so definitely, that's a great time to call your pendings. Um, and then, you know, or just get in contact with, with people you've been trying to get in touch with. Anybody else have any? What do you do during those days? Get organized. <laughs> yes, that was on my list also. Yes. Um, you know, it's the days that you can't run to the grocery store. You can't, you know, there's you can't, so it's just, Take that pile of paperwork. I always had a pile of paperwork in my car. I did end up getting a file folder thing that I just threw it all in the back. And um, But I took snow days to sort through that and put it all where it belonged. And um, it was so satisfactory when it was all done because you felt like you accomplished something. We always need an organization day. Um, you know, and when you're go, 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 you don't get things like that done. So, yes. Now, I will tell you that yesterday I didn't get stuff organized. <laughs> what other recommendations? So, one of the things that I did do yesterday with one of our sales professionals is um, – we got caught up on education. He's uh, I'm mentoring them in the um, the modular education and um, through Water Quality Association. He's going to take a certification test in Orlando, and um, we spent a couple hours going through the MEP. And there were some things we needed to wrap up for basics. He started up on the fundamentals, and so we spent a good couple hours just going through stuff, you know, and um, it turned into other conversation, which ended up being sales type conversation. But um, sit down with that, those piles of magazines. How many people get the, um, the magazine, water conditioning and purification, water quality products, and water technology? Anybody? Okay. Here is my challenge for you. <laughs> is, 
um, go on to those websites. Just Google or, or whatever search engine you use. Um, water quality products, water technology, and water conditioning and purification. Those are three publications that I get every month to my house. And um, they're free. They're, they're absolutely free. But those are the ones that if I'm on an airplane or if I happen to have to go to the doctor's office or I'm just sitting here in the evening thinking I'm watching TV, I pull those out. And some of the articles, I will admit, they're a little bit even above my head 15 years into the industry. Um, you know, and they're, they're things that I don't want into. I'm just going to throw out, I mean, radium removal, okay? I have not yet in my career run into radium. Doesn't mean it's not out there. Doesn't mean that it's not an important thing, but uh, an important article. But, um, you know, it, it's just not something I'll glance through that one. But there are so many excellent articles in there, um, in all three of those magazines. So I highly recommend that you start getting those. But going through um, just magazines, I think you can do the online also. I don't retain as much when I'm reading things online. That's just me. Um, and the modular education program, um, getting your certification through WQA. Um, again, if you need help with that, reach out to me, reach out to Kelly. Um, that is an excellent place to just learn so much. I, I know people who have been in the industry for 10, 15 years, and they take the, go through that program, and they say they learn more just through that program than they have in um, the 10 or 15 years that they've been in the School of Hard Docs. So um, that's a great place. And then if you have um, uh, manufacturer training, I know I went through uh, one of the manufacturers put out a Oh, gosh, I think it was a 10-week course, eight- or 10-week course, and um, we met every week, but there was also recordings available if we missed it, and I learned a lot just listening to or, you know, watching what that manufacturer had to, to say, um, and we always talk about, pull out your, your, um, your owner's manuals or the um, installation manuals of your equipment. Know what your equipment does. And that's a perfect time to just sit down and do that. Um, and then WQA. If you're a WQA member, go log in, and there are hours and hours of um, of recordings, of videos, and uh, webinars, and things like that uh, that are really, really interesting. Especially if you're WQA certified, then you will um, you get continued education points for most of those. So um, any other recommendations on education? I've got a big one, but I want to see it. I want to see if anybody else knows what it is. My feelings are hurt. <laughs> Motivitality.com. Here's my plug. Motivitality.com. We have well, That was hours. obvious. We all knew that, but nobody wanted to say the obvious answer. <laughs> It's the biggest answer. <laughs> um, but, no, we we do have hours of webinars and hours, I mean, these calls right here. Um, 
I'm not sure if Whitney's, I'm going to call out Whitney here, but um, I'm not sure if Whitney's on, but she, we were just talking a couple weeks about the membership and, and going and watch or listening to those previous calls because we have, I think, 11 or 12 years worth of calls on there. So, and it, the first few couple years, we weren't labeling them when we posted them. So it's just kind of like a little bit of a crapshoot if you're, wanting to listen to those and we used to read um almost to a book club and we changed that even though the books are very interesting i love the books that we read um we it just wasn't it didn't keep the interest of everybody so um and that's the other thing is books you know um there's always some sort of training book um flowing to success again a motor vitality book this has become a motor vitality commercial hasn't it um wasn't intended to be but uh so yeah motorvitality.com um and then so i was asking uh somebody who used to be in sales um he's retired from sales but i always like picking his brain because um it's one of those that Sometimes I like to go back to old school, you know, go back to the basics. And sometimes I forget what it was like 12 years ago when I first started in the industry. And or I'm sorry, it was 16 years ago when I first started in the industry, um, 12 years of photo vitality. But um, thank you, no. He's like, because this is pre, when we were doing email, you know, now everybody emails everything, but handwritten thank you, no. How often do we get those? I mean, it's funny because a lot of the um, MLMs, the multi-level marketing, you know, the essential oils, the Sensi, the um, Norwex, all of those, um, they still write handwritten notes. But when we're talking about, you know, us, this huge industry, how many people still write handwritten thank you notes? Maria, I think, Maria, did you say that you do? Is Maria on the call? Yes, I'm here. I have. I haven't done it in a while. Okay. Um, I've had some thank you. Yeah, but I do send, um, I send Christmas cards, and, or not Christmas, New, you know, Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, when I receive a handwritten thank you card, because, you know, think about it, and I'm going to go back to 12 years ago or or. 16 years, I'm going to go back 16 years ago when I first started in the industry, people used to get so excited when you went ahead and you opened up your computer and you got this, you've got mail. And it was like, hey, that's great. You know, oh, let me see what I got. Well, now I open up in the morning and I've got like 30 emails overnight. And then throughout the day, I get even a ton more. And, but then when I go to my mailbox and I see a handwritten, you know, my name address handwritten, um, I get a little excited. That's the first thing that I open. And, um, you know, so I just think it's really important to to write thank you notes. No days are perfect for that. And the other thing that he mentioned, does anybody have questions on handwritten or on thank you notes, like what to say, how to say it? I know me personally, when I wrote thank you notes, I always try to put something personal in there. And um, there was one gentleman that I was, training and we went on a sales call and the um the homeowners had three dogs and 
they were all Japanese names. They were very unusual names that even immediately after they had said the names, I didn't remember them. And um, when he wrote his thank you note, he even included the dog's name. And they called him up and said how much it meant to them that he included the dog. And he ended up, they did a, it was almost like a Tupperware party where they had him come and he talked about water treatment. It was in a condo association, so um, they were limited on what they could do. But he talked to everybody at the condo owners association meeting and told them different options. And then all he did was went over to each of, because the water was the same throughout the whole um, complex. So all he did was he went to the different units and told them, okay, this will fit here, this will work for you. Got a ton of um, referrals just from that one, <laughs> from re remembering the dog's name. So try to make the thank you notes personal. That that really means a lot to people. Um, the other recommendation was converting. If you have a rental system um, or program, converting the rental into purchases. If you happen to have a program that does that. My friend said that that was what every snow day, that's what he did, got on the phone and said, you know what, it looks like um, you know, you'd have this much credit towards purchasing the rental. Um, is that something you want to do? And just talk to him about the benefits of purchasing the rental. And he said that that's usually when he got most of his conversions was on snow days, weather days. So, um, and then... Probably last. Does anybody else have anything to add? Yeah, any of this? I would say okay. one other thing is yeah. um, for a new rep, maybe cleaning out their miniature softener and really bringing that up to speed, getting their test kit looking good. Yes. Yes, I love it because that's something that I'm pretty anal about is making sure that <laughs> the test kits are clean because when you are going into a home, you're the professional just like a doctor is. So if a doctor walked in and you see that his stethoscope is all gross and then he goes to take the tongue, tongue depressor and it looks like it's been used, you know, and his equipment just is not clean, um, you're not going to want to go to that doctor. And, and, you know, when you're testing water, especially your hardness test, if you have a calcium buildup in that um, mixing bowl, then I've literally heard people um, say, how do I know that that's my water you're testing because you have all that calcium built up in there. Isn't that going to test also or give you an inaccurate reading? So, yes, totally agree. Um, clean out your test kit. Any other recommendations? All right, so lastly, my recommendation is get outside, make some snow angels. Every once in a while, and I know we'll probably have some owners that won't agree with this, but every once in a while we need a break. Every once in a while we need a snow day. We need to just kind of like chill. <laughs> so don't be afraid. Get out there, shovel the driveway, make snow angels, and just enjoy the, I don't know, me personally when it snows, I love it. I, I don't like the cold, but it just right now looking out my back window, um, it just looks beautiful. But, you know, 
enjoy the time off. Take a little bit of and relax and chill. So with that, anybody have anything else? All righty. Um, so those of you that are in the fundamentals class, we will see you in half an hour. And everybody else, I hope to see you next week. And if you have any questions or anything between now and then, feel free to reach out to me. Everybody take care.